We've got uh, Mick Cowley joining us now for Going Greyhounds. Mick, good morning to you. Good morning, Luke. How are you, mate? I'm well, thank you, mate. Nice to speak to you. Another big week and another big announcement from Greyhound Racing New South Wales with the Thunderbolt announced yesterday. You've got to like the name, don't you? It, uh, it typifies the very speedy short-course dogs, and, and that's what it is. It's a short-course race. It's actually a game, the world's richest, so we now have uh, all four world's richest over various distance, and it'll be held for the short-course dogs, as I said, over the 3.50, the final, at Grafton on June 19, and uh, the lead-ups to those, there'll be heats all around the state, uh, eight different venues before we get to Grafton for the semi-finals, and then the final on the 19th. And, uh, yeah, as I said, that uh, that gives us the world's richest, the million-dollar chase, the world's richest distance race, the 7.15. We saw last Saturday at Dubbo the world's richest middle distance race, and now we've got the world's richest short course race. Very good stuff, mate. Um, and excited for this Saturday too, no doubt, with the Golden Easter Egg Series commencing. Mate, it's going to be fantastic. We've, uh, we go from one feature to another, and, and this Saturday night we've got 10 heats of the Golden Easter Egg. Uh, yeah, iconic time-honoured event at Wentworth Park and, and should be a beauty. And uh, we're joined by a man who has a, a couple of real live candidates in the uh, in the event. Jeez, the dogs are barking here. In the uh, in the event, Andy Lord. Andy, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Yeah, how are you, Mick? Mate, I'm very, very well. Uh, as I said, you've got a, a couple of real live candidates. You've got three runners in the Easter Egg Heats. Uh, She's a Pearl, the series favourite, Bandit Ned, who's a you know, quality, quality dog, and also Coast Model, who's got to be a good chance to get through. Mate, first up, we'll uh, we'll have a chat about She's a Pearl. Um, amazing form. You, are you surprised at where she's got to so quickly? No, I think um, before we got her off, Peter, I mean, he broke the record with her in a maiden at um, Wagga, and I actually backed her that day. She was really good odds, and she broke the record, and from then on, I just I really liked the bitch. She's, you know, there's still a doubt then whether she could run 500, but she can. And mate, we purchased her on behalf of uh, Punners HQ, and I just think she's she's a superstar, you know. Mate, did you uh, did you think at that time of purchase that she'd be a, like a 29 four dog around Winnie? No, it's like anything though, you know, until. When I was taught to train greyhounds, it was always the adage that they needed five five hundreds before they showed their best. And I mean, I think Peter won six in a row with her, and she got down to twenty nine six, and then we took over, and she just found that little bit more with a bit of age. And um, I think she can go a little bit better, actually. I think feature races has often said that you know, in feature races because there's not a lot between dogs. The if you can jump and lead, it's a it's a big plus, and obviously that's something that's in her repertoire. It's everything, and um, there's not many dogs that can like burn the candle at both ends, and she can. And she's just sort of faultless at the start, even if she misses it slightly, which she can do off the outside. You know, within five strides, she's she's vying for the lead, and she she just does everything right. And good odds cash the uh, obvious danger in the heat after uh, she shows you back to form at Maitland on Monday? Yeah, well, she's hit form at the right time. I rang Frank and congratulated him on his Maitland Cup win. And she looks, she's a very good bitch. I picked the bitch for him, actually, when he bought her because like, when the fires were on, um, Subby and his wife brought the pups here because they had nowhere to put them. And I had to pick one for Frank, and that was the dog. So. <laughs> Bit of irony there. 
Yeah, well, I deserve to be paid back by Visa now. They <laughs> uh, obviously the uh, the key is it's it's top three through to the semis. That's uh, that's the first thing you want to worry about is just making it through to the next week of this series and, and getting through unscathed. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's sort of you know, I mean, most dogs with their right ability and boxes on in the heat should get through, and you know, it gets a bit serious the week after, doesn't it? Absolutely right, mate. Um, Bandit Ned. Uh, this time last year, I think he was uh, he was winning the Magic Maiden. Um, he's come a long way in a short time as well. Uh, he, as I said, he, he won seven in a row, and uh, I think he's won three of his past nine, but uh, he's been either in top company or you stepped him up to the, the 600 to have a crack at the Country Classic. He, he won it now and then uh, had no luck at all at Dubbo in the semis. No, I had to take him side unseen to Dubbo, and it cost me. I mean, it's something that I don't normally do, but just with the cancellation of races through the rain and that, I had no choice. And, like, I really want to step him to 7.20. I think he'll run 7.20. Um, but after that series, I thought I'll freshen him up and hopefully draw some nice boxes in the heats and semis. And he's come up with his favourite box. And I think he'll be very, very hard to beat. I've freshened him up and the dog's jumping out of his skin. So, Mate, I remember, this, as I said this time last year, I think from memory he had the six in, in the heats, the semis and the final of the, the Magic Maiden and he handled the treat. And the, uh, there was... He just needed to focus on racing back then. He uh, he was still a bit strange to racing in a field, but he, he certainly well and truly got it all down pat now. Yeah, it took him a long time to sort of work it out through the heats of the Magic Maiden. He was sort of, you know, I think just... He, look, um, he, he sort of got trialled up at Wentworth Park and that, and, you know, he was flying at Goulburn. And, but I just think the bright lights and the crowd and... He's not a timid dog, but he's a real quiet dog and takes everything in. And he just got better and better. And, um, you know, he's been taken along nice and easy. And he hasn't had a lot of starts for his age, but he's raced in top company from day one. And, you know, Wentworth Park's his track. He loves Wentworth Park. Mm. And box six is his box, so... I think, fingers crossed. The other one you have got is Coast Model. Um, comes up, she's come up with the red in uh, in Heat Five. Um, she has run twenty nine five around Wenty. Uh, can't forget that she is quick early. And, yeah, while she's meeting the likes of Wow and Devil Sixteen and and Idolize and Ties the Bind, even it's uh, certainly well and truly capable of advancing to the next week. Yeah, Coast Model's a very good bitch. She's she's probably a little bit better than a form reads, but. And she used to love Wentworth Park, but, you know, I think it was five or six starts ago, she copped a, a really heavy check on the first corner and and sort of she's been getting to that corner and and um, shying away a little bit. So we took, you know, Jodie decided to put her in at 600, which well, I didn't think she'd run, but anyway, she uh, run the 600 out strong and, and chased really hard through the bend and... I think we took her back to Wenny and she went a little bit ordinary, but they were all off outside boxes. And I just think with Wow boxed inside her, she's going to get all the room she needs. And she is going really good, but um, I'd just like to see her bring her old form back, you know. 
I mean, as I said, yeah, it is a it is a quality field, but um, she's certainly up to it. And yeah, the wow going around a year older than the dog that ran second to Tommy Shelby last year, so yeah, not as quick as she used to be, as he used to be, but but uh, certainly some class right throughout all the set, all the heats on Saturday night, mate. Oh, yeah, I mean, with all the trouble we've had with COVID and everything else, it's good to see all the Melbourne boys and everyone come. I mean, that's what makes it exciting. I mean, bring them all, you know, everyone come, you know, and that's that's what these big races are about. And may the best dog win, I suppose. Mate, did you, uh, you happen to watch the Country Classic last Saturday night? And what did you think of the, uh, the, the atmosphere, that sort of thing, uh, how it looked uh, through the TV? Uh, I did, and I declared... Declared the winner. He's a very good dog, Zippy Curios. I mean, um, he had the box. And I think, look, I think everything that GNSW has done, you know, like the, oh, we've got $2 million show. You just can't believe all the big races. And it's hard to decide what to put your dog in. I mean, it's that good, you know, I mean. And now the richest sprint race, which I'm glad they're supporting the sprinters because, you know, I mean, they've held everything up for us for the last five years. And, um, they deserve a fair crack at the pie too, you know. So, yeah, no, hats off to Duran SW. They, they can't do any better than what they've done, I mean. We're flying. Mate, as long as we continue to keep flying, uh, everyone's smiling, there's some good racing, and uh, and people want to bet on good dogs. Well, that's it. I think we all deserve it. You know, everyone's sort of been through a bit of a rough trip, and um, hopefully things will settle down a bit now, and away we go. Mate, I'm sure they will. Andy, thanks for joining us today. Good luck with the three of them on Saturday night. And, uh, mate, fingers crossed we'll be able to chat again before the final with uh, with one of yours in the final, if not if not two or three. Good on you, mate. Thanks, mate. Luke Daly was Andy Lord, who, uh, who with his wife Jody, they train down at Gunning. They uh, always uh, always have competitive dogs, and uh, they have the pre the pre series favourite. She's a pearl. It's also favourite. Um, Prenoms for the million dollar chase as well. So I know a few boys at Sky have got a little interest in it. Um, so yeah, good luck to She's a Pearl on Saturday night in the heats. Good on you, Mick. Yeah, good luck to Andy and Jody and everyone involved in that series and that Greyhound. And he's flying, Andy. He's declaring winners. He's backing winners. <laughs> um, I wonder if he's still got my number. Mate, seriously, as you said, yeah, there's never been a better time to be involved. We're flying. So mate, clearly <laughs> if he's if he's tipping winners at Dallow, he must be doing all right. Yeah, send a bit of that my way. Uh, mate, this uh, Golden Easter Egg Carnival we've been discussing, it kicked off last night, the the heats of the Magic Maiden. Yeah, as, as Andy and I were just chatting about, his, uh, his dog Bandit Ned did win that series last year, the Magic Maiden. It's, it's quite often the the first step for some handy dogs, and uh, there were five heats that were conducted last night. Uh, those winners were Zipping Novak, uh, Jason Magridge dog, who was the, the fastest in 30.04. Peter Rogers had a couple of winners out of the heats. He had Lightning Ethics in 30.15, and Simply Limelight, which uh, was a pretty handy performance, ran 30 and 25. The other two winners were especially rare and rebel ethics, 30 and 39 and 30 and 63 respectively. And those semis are on next Wednesday. And then, of course, the final will be on April 9, the same night as the Golden Easter Egg. So another good series. As I said, there's always support races around the Golden Easter Egg. And a lot of people will be looking at the Association Cup heats next week uh, when Zipping Kansas, who's the boom stayer at the moment, running some amazing times, broke the Bulleye 590 record. Earlier this week, uh, a lot will be looking for, to see what Zipping Kansas can do around the Wentworth Park 720. So it's all happening, as they say, mate. Oh, what about it, though? It's a freak, Zipping Kansas. Oh, unbelievable, the, uh, the sorts of times and the space he's putting in, in 
good dogs, you know, the dog that was yeah. chasing Stanley Road the other day at Bull, I just couldn't get near him. No, that's right. I remember calling him early days at Bulleye. He was running flying times there. He's always had that motor, but the stamina um, is just something to behold, Mick. Mate, what about this good story out of Casino on uh, Tuesday night? Yeah, it was a, it was a really nice story. There was, uh, yeah, you don't often say a good story about a hundred to one chance because everyone's usually uh, blowing up about the dog at that back. But uh, it was a dog called Stormy Thunder. It led throughout to win the last race at Casino uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, it's trained by Susan Pickford. Um, started as I said, the odds of a hundred to one. Uh, it was its 12th win in 133 start, and the dog actually turned seven. Yeah, that's right, seven earlier this month. The, uh, the twist to it, though, uh, Susan's brother-in-law, John Hewitt, trains the dog that ran second, a dog called What a Storm. It was having its 157th start, and it's actually a litter mate of Stormy Thunder. So seven-year-olds running first and second at Casino. Um, Susan, the, the other kicker to it is... Um, Sadly, Susan lost everything in uh, in the floods up at Lismore uh, a few weeks back. Uh, she's been staying with friends. Um, tragic side of it, but she was uh, she was absolutely delighted that um, Stormy Thunder could get home for her. She even said that uh, whilst the SP was a hundred to one, she had a uh, dollar each way, but she took the tab odds of uh, twenty three dollars to win and seven dollars to place. She bet early. Oh. No. Um, so, so unfortunately, she got under, but she uh, she got the prize money, she got the win, and uh, and I'm sure it brought a smile to her face, um, having uh, having gone through that terrible, terrible time up there around Lismore. Yeah, good on you, Susan. I'm happy for you, and uh, I, I know that uh, that that greyhound saw me thunder. He's probably been a bit of a tonic uh, in otherwise terrible circumstances, mate. Um, you have a good day as you leave us. Have you got a good thing for us? Mate, I, th- I think we've uh, we've got three meetings today: Casino, Gunnedah, Adapter. Why don't we have one at each? We'll go race six, number seven, at Casino, Phantom Bonnie. In Gunnedah, we'll go race five, number eight, Lagoon, Dark Eyes, and then Adapter Dogs tonight. Race seven, number two, Miss Wanted. Thanks so much, Mick. All good, mate. We'll uh, chat again next week. Mick Cowley there with Going Greyhounds on Sky Sports Radio.